Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee. Hey Fee, and I'm your girl Sharita Three, better known as Red. And, and we, we are Inspire, Inspire Her, the Total Woman Podcast. A new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because friends face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about. All the things we as women must juggle every day and the ish we complain about. Who's listening? We'll chat about the struggle, the job, and about him. Mm. You know who we're talking about. That boo, husband, boyfriend, ex, whatever you're calling them today. Mm. Our lovely hellions. I mean, kids. Our angels. But seriously, friends, life happens, and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. We take it on the chin, and we keep it moving. Because that's what we were told to do. Yep. But here on Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast with Red and Fee, we are the friends you love to hang out with. We are here to inspire her, the Total Woman. Yes. Hey, Red. Hey, Fee. How are you, girl? I am good. A little tired, but I'm good. How are you? About the same, but good. Getting ready to go on this trip to Dallas this weekend to see my boys play. Okay, we're not going to talk about that because you know we are ah. we are on two separate teams. I am now a commander. Oh wow, yeah, we're polar opposites when it comes to football. Mm, yes, ma'am. I might be a polar opposite with that name, but we're not going we're not going to talk about that. I don't know about being a commander, but I'm riding to the day I die. But anyway, so I do hope you have fun. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. What's going on this episode? What we got for this episode? Well, today we are going to talk about how to love a broken man. And I know the word broken just doesn't sound like the best word, but, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes our men um have have hit a spot where they just you know they they have to regroup and learn how to love again or they have been with a woman and didn't know how to love them quite right and they have kind of burnt them a little around the edges so we're going to talk to and i know you've you've probably uh rehabilitated some you've probably counseled some so we're going to talk to um, someone that we made really good friends with, Mr. Yeah. Frank the Tank from Kings Can Move On. Who? Where are you ca- calling from? Because you're not in the VA or the GA. Where are you? Where do you reside? I'm in Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, okay. I like the Chiefs too. I like the Chiefs too. I am from Kansas City, Missouri, born and raised. Um, I have a podcast with my best friend, my brother, since ninth grade. So we working on 35 plus years. Um, we had our podcast name is Kings Can Move On, KCMO for short. Um, and we, we partnered with you ladies and have had a wonderful, wonderful partnership and friendship since. I think we got them by a year fee. The yeah, that's awesome. You don't find friendships that last that long, and isn't that ironic that we've been friends for over thirty-five years and decided to do a podcast, and then you know meet up with you guys who've been friends for thirty-five years and are doing a podcast together. That that I, I think that's like um, what you call it, chemistry that's and kinsmen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, what what is the word I'm looking for? It escapes me, but yes, I think that's awesome. So. I know, you know, you, but B has been on your show and, you know, we, when we've done a couple of, um, episodes, you've been on here and, you know, you talked about your experiences with your exes and, and how it scarred you. Um, would you consider yourself a broken man? I consider myself a, a hairline fractured man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like not that. hairline fracture. Hairline fracture. That's a hairline fracture. It wasn't a clean break. I, I, I'm not clean. It's not a clean broken man, but definitely a hairline fracture. All right. Don't claim it. Don't claim it. Don't claim it. Um, what had happened in your life or what has happened um, in your life to cause that fracture? 
Well, I will say, Red, um, y'all women are all foul, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't Jack. <laughs> I truly think it was me making in life. We all make wrong decisions, and um, although we may think we're right going into it, we don't. We never connect the dots uh, while we're in the situation. We we can only connect the dots going backwards, never forwards. So looking back in the situations that I was in. Uh, it just wasn't uh, the greatest situation for me to to be in. However, I've had I have three wonderful kids out of the situations that I that 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 were bad situations for me, but but some wonderful wonderful things came out of those situations. Awesome. That's that's the one we did. I think we did with you guys about money and relationships and i know right. that particular thing sticks to you and you had a lot to say about that and i know having money and being self-sufficient financially and financially um stable means a lot to you um and i know that that had a lot to do with one of the relationships demise you want to talk to us about that yeah so my first uh, excuse me my second relationship um, and when I say relationship, marriage, um, I w- I've been married twice. I'm a two-time loser in that. In that Don't claim that. Positive self-talk. No, no, I lost. <laughs> I lost. I lost in that. I positively lost in those situations. But I'm a better person. <laughs> I lost in it. Um, but I will say that during my second marriage, we were uh, together. We we started dating in '04, and um married in 07 started living together in 05 but during that time I was the breadwinner quote unquote but when I say breadwinner I just made more than her um and, and we were you know it, it wasn't a whole lot more than her but it was more than her and I was in the mortgage industry and then when when the mortgage industry tanked in 2008 that's when um, my income was a fourth of what it was when I was in that industry. And it was a big, big problem for us because it, it turned into um, me being able to financially take care of things to me being a me depending on her to take care of everything. And, and that was a big burden that caused huge, huge fights. And they cause huge, um, it caused a lot of disrespect on her, uh, on my end, coming from her. And, and of course, she has her own story. And, and I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to discount what she does because right now we do co-parent our daughter extremely well. But um, that, that was a huge problem for us when we were married. Okay. I know um, you've been on our show and a lot of times you, when we talk about women and all the things that, I mean, some, some good things, um, some bad things, but you kind of harp on a little bit to me. That's why I asked you, um, would you consider this? Um, you kind of harped on some of the things that we were saying that you were like, oh yeah, right. You know? So do you feel like it would is going to because of your past relationships that it's going to take you a little bit of time to to find that right woman and and actually open your heart up to her because of your past? I, I absolutely feel that way, and and I, I I've done a lot of reflection, and one of the things that I noticed was. During our um, during the times that I've been in relationships, I have done things to where I've lost myself, and now I'm be I am single, and I am enjoying that, enjoying being single because I I'm learning who I am, and and it unfortunately it took 
a long time for me to to get to that point because I had always jumped from relationship to relationship. And now that I've been single for a, a minute, a good minute, I'm enjoying finding out who I am and what I like. So I want to find someone. When I do finally decide to find someone, I want to be in a space where, space where I'm completely happy with myself and I'm, I, I'm a true believer in the law of attraction. So I want to attract somebody into that and, and where we can be happy and we can share things together instead of her trying to please me a hundred percent or me trying to please her. Well, it's interesting that you talked about the laws of attraction. So when you were attracting the women that didn't turn out to be unfavorable, can, looking back, can you see where, you know, it was something going on with you internally that made you choose these type of women? You know, that's a that's a good question because I've, I've thought about that for a long time, seriously, because I'll tell you that it, just as far as my background, I came from a two-parent home. My mom and dad were together for 25 years before my dad unfortunately passed away. And I was 20 years old when he passed away, but that's what I saw. Um, but when I got into a relationship with my high school sweetheart, she was divorced. I mean, excuse me, I'm sorry, she, she wasn't divorced. Her parents were divorced. And um, we still connected. And it was like we fell in love in high school, but as we got older, it just seems like we grew apart. And and that was one one of the things that I always said that like I didn't, I didn't understand why we fell apart, but I truly don't think that people understand or, or, or young young folks understand that when you're young like that, it's, it's that that like Slick Rick said, a teenage love. And but our teenage love went into adulthood because we we had a child at 19 when I was 19 and she was 17 and we went through that break up make up break up make up break up make up and then we made up and then we we got pregnant again with our second son and it was like well what's the normal thing to do is to ask her to marry me and us to go in and have start building a family. Well, that's really not what we should have done. We really should have evaluated what we were into, uh, or what we were getting into, because we were just totally different. We were truly, totally different. Um, we, we had great times together, but, but as far as the things that we um, disagreed on, we disagreed on them from a wide range, uh, I mean, a wide scale. She was far left. I was far right. Or I'm not saying I don't like politics, but, you know, it's almost like Democrats and Republicans. You have someone that's far right and someone that's far left that um, can't come to any type of resolution. And that's what happened with us, um, as, as well as the cheating. You know, we were young and we were both cheating. So um, I don't know what. I don't know as far as the law of attraction. I don't know why that kept us together. The second one, the second, my second marriage, it seemed like I was getting into that same situation. So I think that the law of attraction played a huge deal with my second marriage because I kind of got in, married to the same woman. Um, both of them same zodiac signs. Both of them was like a week as far as uh, date of birth. They were a week apart. Um, but it was almost like the same woman. Besides the cheating, it was the same woman. So what was the second wife's um, parent's um, relationship status? Because I'm, you know, the therapist and me always thinking maybe the first wife, I mean, she was younger, but she could have possibly had some unresolved issues and grief behind her parents' separation that she didn't deal with. Looking back, do you think that could have been something? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that that's one thing with me with the as far as with the law of attraction. I'm like, well, I came from a two parent home. Why didn't I date somebody and fall in love with somebody from a two parent home? And I, I don't shit. I'm, it's been 
30 some odd years. It was 1990 when we met. So I don't re- I don't necessarily remember exactly what what drew me from to her. I mean, I remember she was cute as hell. I remember she was like, <laughs> you know, and she paid attention to me and all that stuff. And it seems like we liked a lot of the same things, but as we grew older, I, th- I just truly think that we were just really young at that time, you know, 16 and 15, 16 and 14 and 15 or whatever. Yeah, that is young. So that's very young. Yeah. So there's this notion that women marry their fathers. Is that the same thing with men marrying their mothers? Ooh, shut up. <laughs> uh oh, you hit a soft. But. Yeah, cause my mom, my mom is the same zodiac sign as they are. Get out! Wow. I'm not bullshit. It's just like my mom. All three. Hold on, hold on. Long as they not Leos. No, no. They, okay, uh, good. Second. Wait a minute. Oh, uh-oh, <laughs> that's P. <Fee. laughs> that's P. Oh, the Sagittarius. Oh, my God. Yeah, all three of us Sagittarius, and and so it was just like. I, and I adore, I like my mom is, unfortunately, my mom is going through cancer right now. And Aww. I'm there for her every time, every doctor's appointment. She's she's about to uh, start her chemo and I'm going to be there. I'm actually going to be, I, I have my own place, but my place is going to be vacant for a while because I'm going to stay, I'm going, I'm going back home to be with my mom. So. But I also know that I, as much as I love my mama, I can't, I can't live with my mama anymore. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. So, and I see a lot of those characteristics in those women that my mom has. So maybe wow. that's part of that law of attraction. Could be. So, do you find yourself being cautious? Well, well let me ask this question first. Uh, what were those? What are those birth dates? Because if they October Sagittarius, is is different. We ain't got no October Sagittarius. Those are those are those are. Schools. I mean, November, December Sagittarius. So, uh, my first wife was born December fourth. My mom was born December fourteenth, and my second wife was born November twenty eighth. Oh, okay. Well, I'm to twenty fifth. So, but anyway, December Sagittarius is a little different. No, no. <laughs> Sagittarius is a Sagittarius. no, it ain't. No, it ain't. I'm not claiming that. But anyway, do you find yourself being more cautious with women? Like you've gone through situations, and like you, you, you're comparing the the um, zodiac signs. Do you find yourself being more cautious with women? Like if somebody does something one of your ex wives did, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Um, I don't. I don't. I try not to base my in any current relationship that I will be in or I've been in or will be in off of those women. Um, but I am guarded on the fact that I have been in relationships that where I thought I was completely in love with that person, that woman. Uh, I'm completely in love with that woman and I haven't. And and we're not together, you know, and I don't. And so that that guards me as far as meeting someone else. And that's where I think that that law of attraction plays a, a huge part in my life right now to where I'm saying law of attraction teaches enjoy who you are, enjoy the things that you like, and those people will be drawn into you. Right. Right. What do you what do you think is going to be for Frank? the tank to get to the point where he is open to love again. Mm, you know, I, I will say my daughter, um, I have, I have three kids and my daughter is the youngest. She's, she, she'll be 15 in a couple of days. Um, in order for me to, in order for a woman to be in my life right now, which I'm not even looking for. I, honestly, I'm really not even looking for it because my daughter is in so much. She's in softball and soccer and she's in, she's, she plays softball for a high school as well as uh, she plays for a competitive softball club outside of high school. 
she's in soccer and uh competitive outside of high school her her high school soccer hasn't uh, the tryouts haven't happened yet those don't happen until march of 2023 what are we in 2022 yeah so it she's she's basically in everything year round and for me i from day one that she's been into uh sports daddy has taken her to the her practices her games we talk before her practices and her games we talk after her practices and her games matter of fact i'm going to be calling her right after i'm done with this podcast because she just finished the game um so we we are i'm i'm 1000 percent involved in her life so for me to be in a relationship right now i don't know if i would have the time to give a woman the time that she deserves um, when when it's when it comes to a relationship unless that woman is going to be a hundred percent in my daughter's life as well as if that if that woman has children that are into sports or whatever whatever they're into band or choir or uh, debate or whatever I'm going to be in their life as well so if a woman can can deal with that to where we are going to be what at nighttime we're going to be a hundred percent exhausted and, and i mean a hundred percent exhausted um because we're so involved in our kids lives and and we're we're we are happy because we are spending that time together and and being a part of our kids lives and if that if that woman doesn't have a child okay that's that's fine too but it would just be that that woman would just have to understand that where I am and what makes me ha- the happiest right now today. Right. So I um in listening to you, I was going to ask this next question, but I think you're kind of answering it now. You know, what would it take to to love you right now? You know, how what would the woman need to understand in order to be able to love you right now? great sex and understanding that we have to be a team yeah, okay i think i think that's what all men want men want i think men want of somebody that that they feel is going to be with them i think we talked about this where i said mary j blige and and met the man has one of the greatest songs in his world where it's uh you're all i need to get by and where where Method Man is saying, just rub me on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay. A lot of men just want that. A lot of men just crave the fact that, just like women, I think women want that. I think men will just say, you know what? Just I'm I, when I'm going through some shit, and I hope I hopefully I can say this and not edit it out. But if when I'm going through some shit, we don't. A lot of times we don't need that. Well, you need to do this. You need to do that. Just we just need that. But it's gonna be all right, baby. It's gonna be all right, baby. Be my peace. Mm-hmm. Be my damn peace. Say it again, Red. Be my peace. <laughs> don't don't be don't be the demon on my other shoulder telling and, and just bringing that more more shit. And and I think that women want that too, because women want that. The fact that they say, hey, or, or am I correct me if I'm wrong? You're right. Saying, all right, if I'm coming, if I'm coming home from work, or if I'm if I'm calling you about my girlfriend who who just says some shit, y'all be like, you don't want to, you don't, y'all don't want to be that that man that's like, well, you know what, I don't want to hear all that shit. Y'all want to, y'all want that man to pull out that popcorn and be like, girl, he said what? <laughs> yes, <gossip laughs> so sorry. Let me vent to you. Ladies out there, I hope you listen because the purpose of us having this podcast episode with Frank the Tank is just to help you understand there are men out there that feel the same way we do sometimes. You know, we use the word broken um, and, and a lot of times we're broken as well and we wanted to help you understand how to love a broken man and and they need that too like say it again frank you need you need a woman to do what rub me on my back and say baby it'll be okay there you go 
I'll say this too. I, I was watching TikTok about a month ago and, and I remember seeing this video where this man, uh, he, he was, he went from dating a woman to just, just dating and courting a woman to being in a full blown relationship where that woman came and she was, she was talking about her day, uh, you know, the problems that she was having when they was, when they was dating. And then it, it came to a point where she walked in and she didn't tell him. He was like, what's wrong with you? You know, let's get this popcorn. What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, I think that when, when mate, when men and women and, and women and women and men and men or whatever, whatever you want to do, when we get in that, when we get into a bond with somebody, and that's whether, whether we call it marriage or whatever the case may be, we want that best friend. Right. People want want that confidant, that best friend, that person that we can just talk to on the good times and bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. What what work did you have to do to get to a point where you um, are open to love? How were you able to work through those issues and those setbacks and those relationships? Red, I'll tell you that one of the things that um, that happened with me, and, and, and I touched on this, and I will always touch on this as far as the law of attraction. Um, it was around 2013, and actually 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. It, me and my second wife, we were going through our problems. We split up. She moved out. And I remember working and I used to, I used to listen to a lot of audio books. Well, actually I don't used to. I, I listened to a lot, a lot of audio books on, on YouTube. And I was listening to, um, actually I got the book right here. I was listening to Think and Grow Rich by, mm. by yeah. I know that book well. Yes. That, that's, that's another to me. That's the Bible 2.0, honestly, in my opinion. Um, but it just taught me, that's where it taught me about the law of attraction and, and what, what I was doing and to attract people. And so I think that one of the, what was your question? <laughs> what was your question again? I'm sorry. I'm tired. I've been up since two o'clock this morning. Oh, no, that's fine. I was asking, um, what work did you have to do on yourself to get to a point where you healed from those relationships? Yes. Okay. So I was listening to the audio book and I was thinking to myself, okay. And that's, and I started listening to the audio book at when, when me and my second wife had split up one time and it made me understand it. Work on you, work on you. And then the other things will come. Work on the, your happiness and, and your what you want in life, and and be okay with with the other things. And so I, when when me and my second wife had gotten back together after I read that book, you know, I was like, okay, you know what, I'm happy with me, and whether we make it or not, I'm okay because I'm still happy with me. You know, and so that was that was one of the things that was that was my start, the start of my journey on understanding to find my happiness. Right. A lot of people don't realize that you have to find a happiness within before you could be happy in a relationship. That is so true. That is so true. A lot of times. Go ahead, Frank. I also think that it's just, it's a, it's a lifelong process. It's cause, cause our happiness changes. What I was happy about when I was 20 is not the same things that I'm happy about at 48. Absolutely. 30. Hell, 47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's, it's all an evolution. It's all about, Hey, find the happiness. And, and hopefully that person that you're, you're with, will find their happiness and they're growing with you and there's and you're like oh man you like that too 
Oh, cool. We we can grow together. That's what it's that's what it's all about. And sometimes like you say, you're gonna meet people that are not really meant for you. And a lot of times we like how they look, some of the slick things they say to us. And we take that and we run with it without even actually getting to know the person. And a lot of times that really is our problem. Um, and it sounds like you were young in your relationships and, you know, you went, you went off of those, those, uh, lovey-dovey feelings versus, um, you know, really getting to know the person and seeing who they are because you're definitely right. Who I was at 17 is not who I am now. There's a lot of stuff I would have fell for at 17 that you can't even approach me with now. Uh oh, I'll ask this. Do you ladies feel like your, your, your mate is growing with you in your relationship? Mm, sometimes in, in, I would say in certain ways, yes, and in certain ways, no. I don't have one, so I'm growing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, I wanted to ask you, and this may sound, you know, but you know, I'm always thinking outside the box. I wanted to ask you, do you put so much energy and attention and time into your daughter as like a defense mechanism because you're not ready and you are still fearful of getting into a relationship and opening your heart to a woman? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask that same question. <laughs> yeah, I, I I see it. Absolutely, and I, I I say that because I feel like, and hopefully y'all don't hear me walking down my steps, but I just feel like I have someone that right now loves me unconditionally. Yep. You know, and I love her unconditionally. And 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 don't get me wrong, I I love my I love my boy. I I have three kids. Unfortunately, my son was murdered. My oldest son was murdered uh, five years ago. Wow. Sorry to hear that. You had a lot of trauma too, Frank. I have, and and but I, I never I never. When when somebody asks me how many kids I have, I never say I have two kids. I have three kids. That <laughs> my son will be with me forever. Absolutely. But my my daughter is. I've been with her since birth. Um, unfortunately, with with my boys, we because me and her mom divorced. Because me and their mom divorced, she did some things that kept and kept them from me. Um, and that's, that's a huge part of my bitterness, but I will also tell you that my daughter, her mom doesn't do those things. And I think that because she saw the things that I went through, she was, she was there for the things that I went through with, with my boys. She respects me and my daughter's relationship enough to where my daughter and I, we, we have a, phenomenal relationship yeah we get mad at each other but we just have a phenomenal relationship to where we spend a lot of time together and i don't want to i don't want to lose that like i lost it with my kid my boys right and that's understandable you know uh uh, dad is is a daughter's first love you know and and it's kind of the first person that teaches her what to look for in a man. So you're doing a stand-up job, but I want to make sure that you um, are not just kind of hiding behind your daughter's activities, you know, and that you do have an open heart because one of the things that I did notice when we're on podcasts is that, you know, 
you you tend to jump out there and, and jump on women a lot. And I saw that and I was like, well, what's, what's, what's the underlying um, part of that? And um, you spoke about it. So that's one of the reasons, like I said, why we invited you on on the podcast. But now I see that you you you're working on it and, and you're um you know, you know exactly why you react the way that you do and that's that's the first step is understanding why why you react like that. And and I'll even say this, Pete, that when like after I split up with with my daughter's mom and got into relationships, I've been into other relationships to where I thought that, you know, first off, I, I was when when I split with with her mom, I didn't want to share her, my daughter, with any woman. Mm-hmm. And so when I was with that that other woman, and she was like, "Well, where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm going to my daughter's soccer game. I'm going to my daughter's softball game." Well, can I go? No, uh, uh-uh, no, I'm cool. We we cool. We cool. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to open myself up to that. And those relationships faltered. And then mm. I said, let me, let me start sharing my time with, with my daughter, with this other woman. Those relationships faltered. So now I'm at that point where, you know what? I'm, I'm cool on, on, I want a relationship, but if a woman is going to leave me and my daughter again, I, I, I'm just really cautious about that. And I'm, and, and I guess you can say I'm bitter. I guess you can say I'm broken, but that one, that little girl, that little fit, almost 15 year old means so much to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to leave that. Then I, I, I don't need them in my life. And you know, you might be at a point where, um, That you might want to hold off on getting into anything serious until your daughter, you know, graduates and move on. Because it's, unless it's the right person, because it'll probably put you in a position where you feel like you have to choose and your daughter is always going to be number one. Yeah. And, and I understand why women, why women say my kids are, my kids come first. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm I'm not a religious person in any way, shape, or form, but I am a spiritual person, and I grew up a religious person. But one of the things in the Bible it states that when when a man finds a woman or a woman finds I don't know I don't don't care for don't, don't he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah, and they shall they shall leave there. Blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah, that's cool, but that is that's not reality. That's just truly not reality right now mm-hmm. in, in 2022. It's not reality because if I started dating, if I started dating Felicia. Mm. She is Sagittarius. You don't want her. What? Problems within six months. I'm not going to let y'all talk about me like that. <laughs> Has kids, right? Felicia, you have kids, right? I do. I have a seventeen-year-old daughter. So if you if you and I got into a relationship, let's say you and I got in a relationship, and then your daughter, your seventeen-year-old, came to you and like, you know what? I need you. I don't. I don't care what you're doing with him. I need you. You are going to be that. That's my baby. I've been with her for that. That came from me. And and we have had a bond for 17 years. Me and this man have dated for six months, a year, or three years, whatever the case may be. I'm still going to choose my baby. And that's that's a that's a human response. You know what I mean? Right. So Frank, aside from your podcast, what do you do for self care? Well, I wouldn't consider this self care. You know, it's a hobby. But how do you? What do you pour into yourself? What do you do to for self-care man i'll tell you so one of the things is i I love my me time um me too you know it it is 
so enjoyable for me to when I'm when I'm I, I've cooked. I, I love to cook. I actually um, have cooked since I was a kid. So when I come home and it's just me, I will cook. I do. I I enjoy marijuana. I don't think it should have been ever ever been should have been illegal. So it it now is legal here in Missouri. Um, I'll come home and smoke, maybe drink a little bit, and I'll cook. I'll turn on some music. I've I've all I've been in choir since I I've sang since I was in the third grade. So. I know my neighbors next door, they're like, man, Frank is having a ball in here. Who he got? But Frank is just chilling with Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking, smoking, whatever. Um, I'll watch me, you know, some of my favorite shows. Um, I love real estate. So I'm, you know, that's, that's my profession now. So I'm doing something with real estate. I'm just enjoying me. And, and I'm saying I'm not saying that I don't have my problems. I still don't. I still don't. I still go through my my trials and tribulations. But for the most part, if if I'm alone, I am enjoying me. I'm just enjoying the things that I like because the things that I I used to love to. I mean, excuse me. When I the things that I love to do, the women that have been in my life, they are like, why? Why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you sitting up here singing loud as you can? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you know, and, and I can, and I can dig that. I can dig that on how, what they're saying, because that's not things that they enjoy. But when I find someone who says, baby downstairs, he, he, he enjoying himself right now. We'll enjoy our time together, but baby is down there enjoying himself right now. Let him enjoy it. Let, let him be him. Let Frank be Frank. Right. So what advice would you get, give to men who may be hurt, scorned, scarred, feel broken, hairline fractured? <laughs> you know, what advice would you give them? What has helped you? get through and get to this point? Well, I will say this for men as well as women. Love you. Find out who you are. Find out who you are so you are not damaging someone else on and you are attracting someone else who who will understand that and you'll understand them. Because what I what I feel like we do is <clears throat> my mom and dad were were together 25 years before my dad passed. If my mom and dad met in 2010, would they still be together? Would, would they have been together for 25 years before he passed? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Because back then in a in a 50 in a Early days, I'll just put it the early days, 1900s. That was a thing to do. Get married, have a family, and live until you live together till you die. But a lot of those people were miserable. My grandmother and my grandfather, uh, my mother's my mother's parents, they were they were freaking miserable. They were miserable. I can remember when 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 we were kids. My um and all of my cousins, like my brother, my brother and my cousins, we all grew up as brothers and sisters. So I can remember going over my grandmother and grandfather's house and my grandfather wasn't there because he was out on the block drinking. And my my grandmother was there just chilling, taking care of us. But then when my grandfather got there, he was so drunk and he was arguing. They were arguing or whatever. And they fought and he hit her, but they stayed together. Like my, my grandfather died maybe about 15, 20 years ago. And my grandmother's like, Hey, you know, I, I love, I love, I love you. I love you. I love you. Uncle. I'm sorry. I love you, grandfather. And you know, that's who all she knew. But in this day and age, I'm, I don't even want to talk about what they did. Let's talk about today. We live in a micro, microwave society. So 
make sure that if you are with somebody, you are wanted, you're wanting to be with them for <laughs> longer than the 30 seconds that you push on the microwave. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself as well. Love yourself so you can attract somebody that's going to love you and you can love as well as y'all can grow together. Absolutely. Say a lot of for people in the back. But we really appreciate you, Frank. And sharing well, wait a minute. Story. I have another. I got one more question for him. For the ladies out here that are listening to this podcast, um, and maybe they look over on the couch or in the bed and, and, and they identify with what you're saying and, and their man is going through that now. And they don't want to be a part of this microwave society. They want to kind of hold on. How do you think they should love their man, um, how, how to help him um, with his fractured heart, how to, how to help mend it, put it back together? What would you want? I don't know if it's up to the other person to mend them. You can't, you can't fix anybody. Someone has to fix themselves. It's not like we, we are a car. Like if you bring me a car, if I'm a mechanic, if you bring me a, a car that needs a transmission, me as a mechanic, I should be able to fix that transmission. Mm-hmm. But we are not cars. We are people and humans that, that change and evolve over time. I would say, I would recommend that you, if that person is, is broken, quote unquote broken, get, get with someone like Red, who's a, who's a professional counselor, who's a professional, uh, who's, who knows what to look for in situations like that. And let that person say, Hey, you need to go to this person. Let's, let's help you get counseling to help you overcome whatever you are going through because we all go through it. We all go through some shit in our lives. So find somebody to get you some help. I go through a, I, I go to a counselor and, and I don't have all the answers and my, my counselor may not even have all the answers, but they can help me guide, they can help guide me to what, what I'm going through. And I would say find somebody that can help you, whether that be a counselor, whether that be a parent, whether it be a friend, whether that be a coach, whatever the case may be, help find somebody to help you internalize those feelings and and get to you get get you to that next step of life well I like that definitely definitely do well like Sharita was saying go ahead Sharita oh I was just saying we appreciate you coming in and sharing your story you know just um a lot of times men have a difficult time being vulnerable and being open about their feelings and being hurt so i we really appreciate you coming on thank y'all well i'm gonna give you two seconds to to do a little advertisement for your podcast go (laughs) one two signs up (laughs) um people and men and women we have a podcast called kings can move on Jason and I started this podcast because we were both fucked through the gov- through the court system, but we have evolved now to where we're trying to help everybody. We're, we're having great conversations with people. We have we have challenging conversations with people, and we just we just want everyone to grow. We just want everyone to grow. Don't become stagnant in work in your life. There there was one thing that I, one thing that that I always listen to motivational speakers. And, and Les Brown said, he's a huge motivational speaker, one of the best ones in the world. He said, what are you doing in between your dash? We have a born date and we have a, we have an end date. Between that dash, you want to make sure that if, when you leave this earth, when your body leaves this earth, because our spirit never dies, but when our body leaves this earth, you want to make sure that when people are talking to you, talking about you, they're saying, oh, Frank was a Frank was an amazing person. 
And and the only way that Frank can be an amazing person is Frank being a good person to to Felicia, to Red, to Barbara, to Sue, to Jimmy, to John, everybody. And you just got it. You got to get there because we all can get there. We all are striving for greatness. All of us should be striving for greatness. All of us should be striving to be the best person that we can be. And that's all we want to do. When we leave this earth, leave it empty. I swear to you, when you leave this earth empty, your spirit is going to be like, woo, we lived a good one on this one. We lived a good one on this one. And that's what you want to be proud of. Cause, cause whatever your maker is, whoever your maker is, whatever you want to call them, God, Allah, Krishna, whomever, when you leave, when your body leaves this earth and your spirit goes back to that source, you just, you just want to hear them, hear that source say, well done. Well done. You did a great job. Agra said, Frank, I might want you hey, to do man. <laughs> Hey man, but he almost got me up in the middle of the floor doing the, doing the praise dance. Yes, yes. We always want to hear. We always want to hear. Good job. We do. We do. Job. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. would be on your face if that person that you love the most said. Good job. Good job. That's what we want to hear. You're absolutely right about that. Well, well, I'm telling you tonight, Frank, good job. Good job. Yes. You came and gave us your all. We can't ask yes, for no more than that. No more than that. Mm-mm-mm. And we truly appreciate it. And we're going to go back and tell... What you call him, Lil J? We're going to go back and tell Lil J that you did the daggone thing. You represented real good. <laughs> yes. Tell my brother that. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. Well, listeners, we would like for you to play this episode, send it to your friends. Um, we saw when I when I put that message out there saying that we were gonna have Frank the Tank online with us um, coming soon, talking about how to love a broke how do we how do we love a broken man? We got a lot of likes. I mean, people are waiting for this episode, so we definitely got to get it out there for the masses and let us know what you think. Like, share, comment subscribe rate us we we love your comments we want to know what you want us to talk about because we're here for you ladies we are here to inspire you and we hope this conversation on how to love a broken man helped to inspire you because that is our main goal that's what me and sharita want to do but one of the things that we want to do between our dash we want to inspire you the total woman absolutely well, that's all I have for tonight, guys. Sharita, you got anything else? I don't. Thank you again, Frank. This has been awesome. We are here to inspire her, the total woman. Yes.